Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. you you might be a lever you might be a believer you might be both you might be neither whoever you are wherever you are welcome to leaving hillsong and if you're a first timer climb on board as we take a very special magical mystery tour through this phenomenon that is leaving hillsong someone who is uh, definitely not leaving hillsong is uh, phil dooley Phil and Lucinda Dooley were made official permanent senior global pastors of Hillsong today. At the beginning of last year, they moved to take over from the space that Brian and Bobby were leaving or about to leave or whatever. And today, they've been made permanent. And, you know, something for their LinkedIn profiles. It's, it's, it's great. Great for the resume. Not so great for the Houston resume, but since they're not prepared to give this Hillsong brand a decent Christian burial, let's see how this all goes, hey? Let's hear it for those last men standing. Now central to the Hillsong thing that it is, is the Bible College. As soon as you get a religious institution you need to get yourself an educational institution and colleges are core to the tax-free benefits that necessarily accompany being a, a religious leader. Hillsong of course has had a very large and successful Bible college however there have been a few concerns. Some of those concerns have been raised from the early starts of complaints against them by a woman called Yolandi Bosch, who I've known for some years and who has made regular public statements about things that she saw and experienced during her time as a student. And then she found a response to an article that she had been in the other night, Where Better to Come, 
straight to leaving Hillsong. We have a bit of a chit and a chat about this and that before we look at the Hillsong response to the Business Insider article that came out at the end of 2020 by Rich McHugh. There's lots to be said about this college, so uh, kick back, grab those snacks and settle in for uh, You're Going to Be Cleaning Floors, part one with Yolandi. How's it, Yolandi? Hello, how's it? How are you going? <laughs> how's it? Lekker by the sea? Yeah, I wish I was by the sea. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, so apparently you were uh, cleaning up a bit of social media, going through old files and stuff last night. Is this correct? And you uh, came, across, um, came across an old article. Jump in, tell me what happened. First of all, thank you so much for having me on your show today, Tanya. Appreciate always, it. Always, always. Um, love you. Love you too, my friend. No, I seriously, saying... Yolandi. Sorry, just yes. before we do move on. I sorry, yes. I should do Go better ahead. intros anyway. Look, I, I, you know, once again, you've been putting your face forward and your name forward and your reputation forward to make a stand for your experiences with your song and with your song Bible College as a student. And I know you've been putting yourself out there again as you have done, we've known each other many years now through this really strange unfolding of events. So, uh, you know, a better bit of an intro that, yeah, I've known you a long time as you kind of campaigned alongside me here and there doing your section. I'm just rambling now. But, yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you for standing up and tell me what you found because, I mean, you're working, what are you working at the moment, three jobs, two jobs, how many jobs you got? No, I'm just doing one job at the moment. Okay. So. Some, some, no, well, you work so hard. Sometimes you, it's not like you're focusing on Hillsong a lot. Oh, As, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm just, I'm not just focusing on Hillsong. I mean, I'm doing my, my full-time job on the side. But, you know, I do my own full-time work for a company and, I, you know, it's, is it's, com it's completely is, unrelated. Um, yeah, yeah. Completely unrelated to Hillsong. But I sometimes do just check up and see if there's any new news or if they've said mm -hmm. anything that might be out of the ordinary. And my my part of this is still to try and campaign for the college students, especially the new college students that are coming into mm. college blindly. And there's a lot of issues that are con constantly still coming out of that you know that college. And even though so much media attention has been brought to the forefront, there still hasn't been much reform. There hasn't been yeah. much of an apology, which I don't yeah. expect from Hillsong because they're never going to apologize. They're all about the victim shaming at this point. Even though yeah. Bobby and Brian have left, we, I still haven't had anybody reach out to me and go, hey, look, maybe we could have done things better. And even the other students that I've spoken to, um, regardless of my case, because they might just completely dislike me, your song as a whole, but speaking about other students, you know, my more reasonable students in their mind, maybe, right, who still have connections in there, haven't had a, a public apology or a kind of reform, any kind of initiation towards mm -hmm. a reform. So, so it just shows and you... I've got my opinions and people have told me, why do you think that is? Because I've always wondered, wouldn't it have made life a whole lot easier for that brand if they'd extended a bit of compassion or, you know, kindness, to, particularly to, say, Frank's victims or 
Yeah, exactly. So what what's so difficult about saying, hey, look, stuff happened regardless of where we went wrong, you went wrong. We could take that stance as well and, mm. and say, let's just um, build a bridge, move on from it. We are sorry for our part that we've played. It's never happened. I've never seen a public apology from them towards victims no. of any sort. And that just shows to me that there's a sort of an arrogance and and it's quite scary, actually, that this is continuing in this manner and that it's still not being addressed even though there's been a, a leadership change or, or so-called yeah. overall because it's really just the same people that's that are still running your song right Robbie and Brian were the instigators of the culture they led the whole church they were the culture leaders let's put it that way but they still created a toxic environment with toxic individuals that were under Bobby and Brian and those individuals are now essentially running the college so it's oh. not as if there's been a whole change of leadership and brand new beautiful people it's just mm. the same old people with the same old tricks i mean i don't know if they're toxic individuals or it's a toxic culture i you know well you have to be toxic kind of... to be a part of it i mean how can yeah. you not be toxic if you have been a part of something for 12 years you're still taking part in the same church with the same kind of gaslighting manipulation you name it and you're still staying a part of it so you're a part of a problem it's the same as what martin luther king said you know if you if you stay a part of a system like for instance this is a racial system obviously in the us but um this is an example you stay a part of that system and then you're a part and you're contributing to that yeah. system and yeah. essentially okaying that system and saying you know what i'm not a racist but i'm still not saying anything and i'm not speaking up mm -hmm. i'm just staying mm -hmm. in the system it's a it's a bad system it's a you know and i'm by no means saying that everybody is bad at hillsong but there has to be some sort of you know moral compass of saying wow Brian Houston did this, Collins did this. When am I going to step away from this as a leader or yeah, speak out against no. it? And I mean, before we jump into this article that we just want to run over today, just tell me something because you have spoken publicly for years. You've put your face out there, you've put your name out there, and yet people are so genuinely terrified to do the same thing. What's different about you? I just, uh, I just don't fear people. I don't fear yeah. what Yolson's going to do to me. I don't fear what Why? Scott Morrison Why? is going to do. Because at the end of the day, I have to think about, is it about me or is it about the better of society and bettering society as a whole, right? If I'm bettering society as a whole and mm -hmm. taking care of the people around me and the society around me, then it's up to me as a person with a duty of care to bring out the truth and to speak the truth and to prevent this from happening again in the future to future students. If I keep quiet, then I'm just, I'm just enabling. Again, I'm just a part of that um, system that's enabling the abuse, that's enabling the, um, the continuous um, destruction of, of, you know, of people going through that system. As you know, people are very, very real in their fears about speaking yeah, but what are you hurt. what are you fearing you're fearing you know at the end of the day that you don't have friends the friends of the community group you're not being accepted by your song anymore you maybe have a loss of job within your song there's a, there's a job shortage in Australia. There's, you know, if you lose your job at Hillsong, you will get another job. I mean, it's all irrational. It's 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 fears that I understand. It's based on you know, real mm -hmm. things that will happen and real consequences with that, that go with that fear, which is understandable. But, you know, you have to ask yourself, are you going to stay in a, in a position 
in or in a place where it's it's okay to be how can I put this? Um, it, it's okay to be in, the, you know, continue in that system, just stay quiet just so that you've got the comforts of the world or is it better to mm -hmm. just know that you're right in a right standing, you know, morally and ethically to, and a lot of people just don't get that and a lot of people don't want to give up that comfort. You know, they'd rather just be comfortable in their, most people want to just be comfortable in their world with the friends they have and they don't want to disrupt their world because yeah, disrupting I mean, your world is, is painful and, and I understand right. that. It's just that I can, you know, the more time I spend, I can see the effects of the grooming and the the hypnosis and all of those things that Brainwashing. take place. Yeah, <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, I just don't know how you've kind of derailed that and gotten over that and, you know, what people might be. I'm not, a, I mean, I, okay. I mean, I think the main thing is at least I did have a kind of a support group outside of Hillsong Church when I was there and that's why I started going to other churches where people validated who I was as a person and they would say we know who you are this isn't this isn't the way the church should be this isn't the way that you are that sounds wrong I had friends that were on the outside standing in and they were in that situation with me and they were being vilified by Hillsong general people they were being you know, asked not to come back to your song okay. and all of that stuff, really nice people. And I started realizing, okay, these people are very toxic. So that was helpful to me to build a support network outside that gave okay. me a bit of balanced perspective. But I think the way that I've handled it as well is that I've had to place myself outside of what I've lost because I did lose a lot of friends at a point and I said okay is it worth losing all these friends this comfort whatever else and speaking out or is it better to just stay quiet go on with my life and forget that it's happened and, and I decided and? to do the opposite and it hasn't been easy and it, it, it I mean it's cost me jobs where people have gone well you're a whistleblower we can't hire mm -hmm. you but that's okay you know because then you just go to a place that does accept you and you you start realizing it's actually pretty beneficial because you don't want to be in a in a company or work for a company that has um you know the similar values to what your song is where they try oh. and silence whistleblowers mm -hmm. so there's, there's mm -hmm. a lot of positives i hope that answers the question but there's a, a lot of positives and Wonderful. there's a lot of um you know negatives how long you been up this one 2014 or so when did you start talking <laughs> When when I started speaking, it was 2015. No, 2016. Yeah. No, no, no. It was actually that's not, we. The first time I spoke out was 2020. It was 2020. That was the Business Insider came out. Yes, because we had a we had a you and I met with Rich McGee before that, probably 2015, but it was never published. It was only published right. in 20, 2020. I just went silent about it, and then we waited for it to be published and to come out. And so you would have seen the original article in business insider and 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 then what last night you found the response from hillside is that where we are yeah so before rich published his article on business insider he had a lawyer go through some questions with Song. it was a like a closed consultation i guess between business insiders lawyers and and Song's lawyers and he confidentially sent them an email and asked them if you know, they could just answer a few of these questions regarding a response of the allegations that he was about to publish in, in Business Insider. And what Hillsong essentially did was, and this this is what I found last night, and it made me so mad because I just couldn't understand how, you know, they could do this from a, you know, student college perspective. And it, it was really, I think, just rooted in, in, in basically just the way they are in a bullying manner. So what they did was they just basically 
smash that whole response of what Business Insider was essentially mm. essentially their lawyers were sending to Gilsong's lawyers and they smashed that whole thing onto their newsroom and all the there's like questions on Gilsong colleges on their news section about allegations and then it don't I mean this is gorgeous because I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You know, it's like when a college puts out a response to abuse claims, and then it's already like a screaming red flag that it's that bad, you know, men that actually have to put out an official statement going, no, 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 we're not abusive. This is dated the the 19th of December 2020 and what you just came across yeah. last year. I was actually doing, um, I'm just updating my own records of what, like what kind of old social media I have and stuff like that. And I was also just like online scrolling last night um, and I came across this and I, I looked at it. I'm like, wow, okay. This is this is crazy. Like, what am I reading here? Like, just the fact that they said that I number one is it's a bait, there's a blatant lie within that. Well, let's, okay, go let's, on. Sorry. Let's <laughs> interrupting well, you. I, I know, but like, give you the time that it deserves. All right. So, responses from Hillsong College. This is fantastic. Does Hillsong require its it apostrophe a students to sign a non-disclosure agreement, and if so, why? It says our students are asked to sign a standard non-disclosure agreement. When they enrol, it's a prerequisite, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's a registered tra- training organisation uh, and a government body. So ASCA will audit the college procedures and training requirements. On and on we go. Uh, in Australia, we are considered an Australian privacy principles entity. So there's no actual decent explanation as to why students at a college need to sign an NDIA that then from you know from what i've seen it's just the same stuff it's literally just the same stuff that they repeat within their um their video i've got a video there's that they've got on their on their college portal where they also discuss this again and where they blatantly say that family members are not allowed to to understand you know to to listen to any of their recordings and or see any of the course material which is to me is still a big red flag they don't they don't um, they kind of like circumnavigate it they go oh i'm not going to really answer this question because we uh you know we've, we've given you this answer it's to protect hillsong property which isn't good enough answer you know mm, it's mm. it's it's called um it's called a spin tail they call it in politics you know where you start off with you know you, you just circumnavigate the actual question so they're just spin tailing it yeah i <laughs> Former students say these NDAs are evidence that Hillsong is trying to silence them and then they say 
our NDA is a clear way for us to communicate the expectation that we meet privacy regulations, blah, 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 students, blah, blah, high expectation. Anyway, I don't know of other colleges that require I've never had that. that. I mean, I've been, I've been doing TAFE courses. I've done an interior design course. I've never in my life had that. Like they okay. don't keep keep a record on any of those things, and I think they actually mentioned it. If you go down into that into that section that I sent to you, there is something that they, that I read. I'm not exactly sure where it's at now, but it talks about them having more, okay. like getting more extensive um, information on students. But but I mean, it's just why why do you need so much info? I've never been to a university. I mean, you've gone to university, am I correct, or to a college? Yeah. And did mm. did they require that much information from you? I mean, I've never seen anything like it, but I'm also not involved in theological institutions or ASIO or... But I mean, uh, regardless if it's theological or if it's not, if it's uh, any kind of organisation that you are joining, why do they need that kind of extensive information? Like, for instance, who you dated, what type of sex life you had before, you know, I can understand, yes, do you have a prior conviction of, you know, sex abuse mm -hmm, to children mm -hmm. or something like that? That's highly important to know if you're dealing well, with kids. Well, not really for them, is it? Yeah. But, I mean, mm -hmm. if they can, they could ask that question, you know, did mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. have, like, are you a pedophile? You know, perfectly fine to me. That's okay. But there's a reasonable questioning, but then there's unreasonable questioning into who did you date the last five years? What are their addresses? What are their names? Where, you know, they fit into yeah, your life? When last did you speak to them? I'm just saying, no. for example, really? you know, because they, they could ask you those kinds of questions if they wanted to. And I know some students have had that. And, okay. you know, once one specific student that I know of had a situation where she was, you know, she was talking about her own sexual abuse to one of the to Susan Smith to this person that was the college psychologist and yeah. somebody over a cup of coffee said to her oh how are you dealing with your dad's sexual abuse you know and she was like I've never oh. spoken to anybody else about this except to this lady and wow. I mean this is the kind of example of of how flippant they are with people's information and how much information they're gathering which is just not not normal for any kind of college I don't care if it's a bible college or a design college you know it's it just no, shouldn't well, be mean, happening that, that client confidentiality i mean she should have her registration reviewed for that kind of stuff but she um, should so but it's happened so many times and i mean how many students have spoken and mentioned her name but uh, it just it uh, keeps uh, going uh, on you know it's it like keeps coming up it's ironic that they want you to keep, you know zip your lip keep completely silent about them and they can't even keep the basic professional guidelines of confidence. Exactly. I mean, the only time when I think a psychologist should be open to discuss another student or another person and is if somebody's life is in danger. Yeah, yeah. Which not yeah, well, I mean, everybody I mean, knows that. Yeah. I mean, that's just a general practice, you know, but even then, you know, a court should decide on that. It shouldn't be the well, college that decides on that. <laughs> In my social work training, so security overrides confidentiality. So if you've just told me in confidence that you're going to go and kill someone, that's different. But I mean, yeah. what about my situation where I went to them? I said, there is a woman that has come to me. She said she's in a DV situation and mm -hmm. this DV situation is extremely bad and she needs help. And they go, shut up. We don't want the PR, you know, <gasps> and they take me off the team. That wasn't even a church member. That was a community member. You were. It was a community member. I mean, my my role as a, as now I I was very young and impressionable back then. It's a very different situation now. I'm an Australia close to becoming Australian citizen here. But the yeah. difference between my life now and then is because I didn't know the rules of Australia. But even as a general rule, you should just be 
going, I'm going to the cops. Because when are you, when are you becoming a citizen? Uh, soon, probably. I'm, I'm just lazy. I should have been one already. But well, I want to go to the ceremony. <laughs> All right. The next one says, I mean, this is incredible, this list of complaints that they are answering badly. They're just going ter it's terrible answers to very strong allegations against them. Students say they felt threatened their immigration status or visa would be revoked if they didn't sign the NDA. And, you know, that when they had 90% of their student body being from other countries, that's a really major issue. It's an interesting one because it's actually a domestic violence technique for sometimes for people who are awaiting visas and it's a technique that can be used in domestic violence if you don't do what I want. I'll have your visa cancelled. Exactly. Like yeah. I mean, it's a domestic violence. It's an abuse situation. I mean, that it is quite a, it's a very dangerous, you know, way to misuse and abuse people is to to use and leverage, um, basically well, and, blackmail you know, them. And there's a lot riding. I mean, someone like you who'd saved up and worked for a couple of years before oh, coming My entire here. life, you know, because this, I've, I've saved up and this is, I come from South Africa at that point. South Africa, mm -hmm. living in South Africa is very different from Australia. It's, you know, 10 times more expensive coming to Australia. You give up everything that you've, your course that you did, you know, you give up your um, your entire lifestyle, everything that you've built up in South Africa to, to start a new in Australia. And then you're just told, look, we're not going to refund you any of the funds that you paid. You know, we're not going to help you at all. We're just going to cancel your visa. And it's, it's really scary because all your dreams, hopes and everything just crushes. It's a very, very dangerous thing that they're doing to students. And I'm not just yeah. talking about myself, my own circumstances, but other students who ended up, you know, going back and eventually they're giving up on their dreams, committing suicide, whatever else, you know, might be the extreme. Hang on, hang on, hang on. That you are, you're aware of suicides? I am aware of suicides. I'm also aware of my own friend group, of people in my own friend group that became disillusioned with the church, became disillusioned with filling that dream of, and it just never working out for them and then ending their mm -hmm. lives. But, mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's just there's people that were on the brink of suicide. There are people that have committed suicide. There are people that just go home and they just feel empty and the mental health repercussions are so great after leaving I mean, that place. And it's not really just me. Tangible. There's hundreds of people. Mm, these are really tangible concerns. The other thing I just wanted to check, their response on the immigration issue is interesting for me because that, that it wasn't really answered. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't. It it just says something about oh, confidentiality, and uh, we welcome feedback if any of the language used causes misunderstandings. What misunderstanding? See, I mean, the first thing is they told me that they can't. They don't really want to cancel the visa because if it does get cancelled, I think it does go through external review through the government, and then the government has to sit down with them. I, that's what I believe. That's what I spoke when I spoke with the government at that point because I knew that they were going to kick me out. And they said to me they have the right to cancel it within 24 hours, but then it does. You can ask for an external review through the government, and then I think then they come and they come through the whole situation and and then basically investigate the situation. Mm -hmm. And I don't think they want that. So what they did in my case is they said, oh, no, 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 don't don't cancel your visa, just withdraw, and then just willingly withdraw. But you do have the chance of cancelling it as well, but then it's cancelled within 24 hours. And obviously mm -hmm. they know that you won't 
take the 24 hour who's going to take the 24 hour thing and then in case the government decides not to give an internal investigation into your or the you know immigration department decides not to give you a internal investigation then you have to take the withdrawal side so then you've got two weeks 14 days to enroll and pay for a new course i had no money at that point i had to because i'd already paid for your song so they said oh join our sister campus maybe you could correct things and then you could come back for second semester at hillsong they knew that that wasn't going to happen but that was a lie that they were spinning so i ended up joining up for cruces which is better for me because it was only a two-day course a week so that opened up a lot of more, lot more freedom for me but i essentially had to get all the money repay the for full semester's amount and then get a new place to stay as well which cost me thousands of dollars oh, and how did you do it so, I was working at least at that point I was doing extra work. So I was wow. working and my mom, and the other thing is my mom paid. She, she gave me a lot of money to help me through this time. So she had to help me, you know, cause I was essentially already had paid everything had worked Wonderful. the previous year, but yeah, I mean that, that just goes to show you the immigration issue is it's confidential to them, but they're obviously doing something really sinister in that regard, in my opinion because they're essentially giving you this, you know, choose between either or. Imagine you're in that situation and you're from Africa or somewhere. Right. I mean, and, I mean, I'm also thinking about Americans who have come from very religious families and if they have to leave Bible college, they will get It's terrible. Punished, like I've seen right. some of them. They were getting, like, like some of my friends, you know, like I had a friend that's still a friend of mine today and we're really good friends when she ha she can't stand them at this point. But she says this to me, like she said she just went along with it and she was also just in a kind of a bubble with them. But she came from a family where she got her, par her grandparents to pay for her and they didn't really believe oh, in God. Mm -hmm. And they were like, we didn't want to send you. So what is she going to tell them? Oh, look, what she, look what's happened. And they're just going to mm -hmm. go, we told you so. <laughs> so she just stayed, yeah. you know, she just had to stay. But she was constantly in their office, constantly as a problem because she wasn't conforming to their views. But she ended up just leaving after the first year and going, okay, I can't do this anymore. I mean, it's not the same as any regular fine arts degree or teacher's college or something. I mean, people have so many hopes and dreams put into this. Let me just have a look at, all right, let's move on to, I just think it's such a funny letter. Like what kind of a college has to argue when they say they've been accused of there is systemic abuse at Hillsong College as it relates to forced volunteer work. And they say many colleges and schools encourage or even require community service in order to invest in their students' development. Then they bring in the old registered training organisation. Practical work and experience is an essential part of blah, blah, blah. But students practical work is not cleaning toilets. Okay? Well, practical, well, I mean, unless you want to start a cleaning business, there right? Is. It's, I mean, there are, you know, field assignments, things like that. This is Fair so enough. broad. It's just so broad. And I think it's really important to put this out to your listeners out there as well. And I think the important thing to note as well is that Hillsong is using this as if you're going to study worship, you should be in a worship stream doing practical work in worship. That's it. Right. right? If I'm doing a design course, graphic design, I should be shadowing somebody that's doing graphics. I should be shadowing somebody that is working in that kind of industry in the graphics industry. I shouldn't be cleaning their floors. Okay, that's not a part of the part of the yeah. deal. Unless I'm an intern where that's stated, you are going to be cleaning floors.
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.